0: The Skit Guys Podcast Starring Tommy Woodard And Eddie James And now, the guys who invented the phrase That's so raven The Skit Guys
1: The Skit Guys well, well, well.
2: Here we are again. We're back.
1: We're Here back. Here
2: we are again.
1: Podians, we have a great podcast that we get to share with you via some other folks that yeah. we did an interview with.
2: This is a little uh, divergent, if you will.
1: Ooh, that's a good Fine. movie. Diversion. Diversion. Diversions.
2: What's a div- what's divergent?
1: A movie and a that's book. the movie. Yeah, Divergent.
2: So Divergent isn't a It's word. actually
1: pronounced divergent. Oh my god. Divergent. Divergent. Divergent.
2: Okay, starting all over. Hey, everybody! Oh no, I'm just, Tommy.
1: No, it's just fine, buddy. <sighs> Don't even worry about it. <sighs> <laughs> it's a little diversion, yeah, from what we normally do. Yes. Uh, we there's a podcast called Youth Ministry Sherpas.
2: Right, Youth Ministry Sherpas with uh, Matthew and, and Steve. Yeah. Yes.
1: And so they asked us. They 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 called us legends.
2: That's they just, were. Very, kind. very, very kind. I don't know that they knew what they were talking about. Well, and I
1: think by the end of the podcast, they were like, oh, oh. this was a mistake.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: We're just going to let them talk and then move on. Yeah. Right.
2: These guys have a podcast. They're both youth pastors, have been youth ministers for a long time, and they have a podcast to encourage youth pastors. Yeah.
1: And they ask some good questions and you know, of our world. And we think you haven't heard some of these stories. Yeah. So I think it'd be kind of new and fresh and different. And, uh, this is kind of some origin stories for us. Yeah. Like Batman. Ooh, Batman. There's yeah. an origin story. for You Batman. did this to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You did this to me. I said
3: it first. Yeah. Oh, well. you don't get to steal it.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So sit back, drive or run or whatever you're doing right now. And you'll hear a tale. Yeah, a tale of a fateful trip.
2: That started with two, three castaways.
1: Because Jen's here. Oh, no, I forgot yeah, for yeah, she's right. She was here. she's I'm so quiet. <laughs> you know? She's kind of like a sidler. You're like, hey, I ah! She's right yeah, there. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jen, I didn't see yes. her. <laughs> Hi. Hey, girl. <laughs> anyway. Hey, <laughs> hey sweetie. <laughs> wait, we, wait, wait, wait. How are you, Jen? You doing okay? <laughs> sweetie. Hey. <laughs> Sweetie. Hey, sweetie, what's going on? to uh, see you there? Uh, if you're afraid of me
3: sneaking up on you, a box of Tic Tacs in my pocket could help solve
1: that. Oh, Ooh.
2: shot to the heart!
1: You're to I'm blame. blame.
2: Boom. <laughs> sweetie gave love a bad name. <laughs> hey,
1: Jen. Okay. Hey. So, you doing good, Jen? You doing good? I'm doing fabulous. Yeah. So you. You, you've listened to this um, podcast that we did an interview with. What did you mm-hmm. think?
3: Um, I think that. There are a couple stories that audience members might have heard before, mm-hmm. but they're gonna love it. There are some additional details in some of those stories, That's and true. I think there's some different stories. You guys talked a lot more about um, your experience in youth ministry and and even some of those early days of the Skit Guys taking off that I don't feel like you've talked about quite as much. So good, there'll be new information for audience yeah. nice. members.
1: It's good when someone can mine it out of you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know, you feel like you've said everything and then all of a sudden, oh, wait. Oh, here's a story. Here's a story. Here's a story.
2: Yeah. They asked some good questions. They really did. Questions why, I wouldn't think about talking about.
1: That's why they're Sherpas.
2: Well, they are Sherpas. Yeah. For so, sure.
1: So, audience. The for sure Sherpas. Here, <laughs> that's, that would have been a better day. For, for well, sure Sherpas. I am not want to bring it up at the time. <laughs> so, we hope you enjoy the podcast and Jen, hope you enjoy it as well. Sweetie. Sweetie. <laughs> This is you. Now, did the sweetie sound condescending? Did it sound condescending? It
2: just was weird, wasn't
3: it? it, It's weird. Was it it weird? Going,
1: hey, sweetie. Yeah. Yeah. Why did it sound too affectionate? Yeah.
3: (laughs) Sounds like something you say to your daughters or your wife. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Not not an employee. Hey,
2: hey, girl. Hey, girl. girl. (laughs) Not an employee. (laughs) 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 Hey, sweetie. H R just called. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Time for you to go to some training. Oh
1: boy. Oh boy. That's true. Okay. Lance. Oh, In later, HR yeah, All right,
2: all right, everybody. I'm Tommy. I'm Eddie.
1: I'm Jen or Sweetie. sweetie.
2: Mm. This is Youth <laughs> <his laughs> Ministry Sherpas. We, yeah,
3: we are now recording. We are okay. recording because that would be bad if we didn't record.
2: Yeah, we we're not re- using the video though.
3: No, it'll just be audio. Okay. Good. We have faces for radio. <laughs> just, just kidding. I mean, there is a there is a camera in the corner here catching everything. Ah! <laughs> we're
0: different. not wearing pants, so. Oh.
2: <laughs> I could tell.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: There's a posture you have when you a, don't wear pants.
2: Yeah, freedom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So where in the world are you guys right now, like physically? Well, I'm actually in Arkansas, and Eddie is in, where are you? Guatemala. Guatemala. The technology is amazing. amazing Incredible.
1: We are in uh, Wiley, Texas, and we are doing podcasts today, and so we're actually in a Sunday school room right now. Yeah. So yeah.
2: At Eddie where Eddie goes to church yeah. in Wiley, felt, Texas. It felt like a Sunday
3: school room. Thanks for confirming that. Yeah.
1: Yes. So you see the board back here? You see I don't, the, yeah.
3: if there was some people on that board back there, it would even just be better.
1: That's on the other wall. On yeah. The yeah. wall.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, one thing says fishes and loaves and the other says pursuing discipleship. Wait, what? Pursuing, dis- pursuing dis- discipline Pursuing discipline discipleship.
0: That Woo! just yeah. That goes really well with the color of the paint. It's just very inspiring. Yes. Moving, Uh, even.
1: (laughs) June 5th to July 31st,
3: wow. Anyway, thank you guys for doing this. I know you guys are probably talking to a million people, so the fact that you're going to talk to a couple knuckleheads from Maryland is appreciated.
2: Hey,
0: nice, awesome. We love
2: Maryland. Do you like uh, crab cakes?
3: Of course. No. You don't don't like like crab cakes? I don't. I'm not a seafood guy. I'm from Wisconsin originally, so like center of the country. These curds.
0: Yeah, those I like. But right. crab cakes are universally adored. Not universally <laughs> adored. I love
1: a good crab cake. So okay, so tell <laughs> a good us,
0: crabby person,
1: tell us about the Sherpas. Like how how did this like how did your podcast start? All that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, so we're both youth pastors in local churches. Our churches are about twenty minutes apart. About competing churches. <laughs> yeah, got it. Yeah. Ours is winning right now by just a little bit.
1: Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) It does. does.
2: I remember Jesus, that passage.
0: Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. That's great. Uh, We're about 50 minutes from D.C., thereabouts, and we got to be friends through our local youth network. We started meeting to pray together with a bunch of youth pastors from the area, and we hit it off like 12 years ago, I guess. 15. Something like that. That's 12 years of my life, though. Yeah. And uh, you know, over the years, we started to do stuff together, like we'd go to simple youth ministry conferences and take little junkets, you know, spend the church's money together, and we would yeah. tell we'd sit and tell stories and just really encourage each other and crack each other up and and others as well. and we thought, let's turn this into something that we can share with other people. So we did. we started it's been about eighteen months, I think we started the, the youth ministry Sherpas. Because all the, all the cool kids do podcasts now,
3: right. so we just thought that was the next step in our, yeah. you know, rise, ascent to the, to the top of whatever.
1: To the student ministry top?
3: Yes, yes. something like that. So, yeah, and Sherpa, the idea of Sherpas was like carrying other people's loads, helping them up the mountain. We know the path. We're both 50-plus, and so we've been doing youth ministry for somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 years each, so kind of know the, know the path. And, so, and then, you know, marketing, LLAMA. You know, you just can't go wrong. So can't
1: yeah, go with that. And, and or, right, yeah, in
3: fact, we were the llama people before llamas became a thing. We, that's true. We just want people to know that. Before DYM started blowing up llamas at all their events, we already had the llama thing. We were ahead of the llama curve. We're talking to Doug and Josh about copyright stuff, but it's, it's, it's complicated.
2: Yeah, hey, yeah, take yeah. them to court.
0: That's yeah. very biblical.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we just started on our own, and we've been doing everything we can to promote it and build it, and it's been I a lot of fun. That. Yeah. So
3: then our, our, our most recent idea, other than our normal show that we do every Tuesday, was to do this thing called Sherpa Legends, where we just interview people that are legends in youth ministry. Uh not necessarily practical conversations, but just try to get their story. Like, tell us your story. Uh and so we're check we're you you guys are legends, so here we are. Oh well, that's I legend. I don't know
2: about that. Yeah, legend I... is just like a pseudonym for
3: old Right? Yeah. <laughs> potentially. Potentially. So we've, we, we've interviewed Heather Fleas and Katie Edwards and Josh and uh, Greg Speck and um, Marco. So, good.
0: yeah. Yeah. Good company, right? Good company. Good
1: company. Good company. Yeah. We're, we're walking
0: in much better company than we deserve, honestly. Yep. So it's, it's been pretty cool.
1: That's really I awesome. love that. That's
2: a- and it's for real, like, you guys came up with the best name ever. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> the, the only contradictory thing about a sherpa is you know when sherpas like for mount everest when they when they get hired they say they are the most some of the most highest paid people to guide people up the mountain even though right. they do carry the luggage and you know take care of people which is all no. what you all do they are some of the most highest paid people because they could die on the mountain how how does that relate to you all
3: Uh, It's costing us a lot to do this podcast. (laughs) You know, there's that. And the other thing most people don't pick up on, but my friend Steve likes to remind me all the time, are llamas are native to South America, not Mount Everest. So if you guys could just keep that on the DL, that would be great, because so far nobody's picked up on that.
0: Sherpas and llamas actually have no connection. Uh, Sherpas Sherpas use use oxen. oxen oh
1: terrible marketing. Youth Ministry
0: Oxen would not be a very popular name. That's true.
1: Okay, I got another question for you. As far as the Sherpa, capital S Sherpa and lowercase S Sherpa, they mean two different things, right? I believe so. Do you know what they are?
0: I have no idea. Well, I think a Sherpa is an actual people group. The Sherpa people. Capital. It's an actual ethnicity. We're gonna go with that.
1: I don't know. And
0: the Sherpa Sherpa as a term is I yeah. feel like our whole podcast is built on a lie now.
1: Yeah, I, I would look that up. You said Cut that
0: off. like you knew something, so you should share it with us. Cut. What is it that you know?
1: I do know it. There's a lowercase and an uppercase S, and the and this the word means something totally different, but I I don't know what it is. Okay, right. I
2: think yeah. on the markers it's the capital S. Sharpie. No, you're you're thinking Sharpie. You're mispronouncing it. <laughs> yes,
3: <laughs> my, my bad. My bad. Let's edit this part out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, no, I'm just kidding.
1: All right. Okay. Well, so, okay, I'll stop asking questions. Sorry. I kind of flipped the table, didn't
3: I? That's quite all right. We're, we're game for whatever. But yeah, so we, we would love to just, you know, more get the, the story of the skid guys rather than like, all right, youth pastors, do this and do that and you'll be successful. Like, yeah, we don't want to do that. We just want to know, we don't know your story. Like, how did, yeah, How did this all come to be? So, And we'll do an intro and outro kind of before it, so we'll kind of jump right in if that's cool with you. All right, ready? Anyway, hey, we're live with the Youth Ministry Sherpas, and we have
0: legendary guests today, the Skit Guys. This is incredible. I'm so excited to have you guys on the show today. Thanks for joining us. Thanks.
2: We've actually been on for about 15 minutes, <laughs> but now they're actually starting to get serious. Okay. Right. thank you we're, very,
1: we're honored to be here for those listening i'm tommy and i'm eddie and we are the skid guys i don't know if we're really legends but no but we are we are honored to be on your podcast yes
0: mr sherpas yes thank you you know what's really great eddie you were really gracious because our our previous connection existed solely on instagram which mm-hmm. is the height of you know personal relationship <laughs>
1: That's, right. That's so, right. So
0: thanks for accepting that message and working with us to do the show today. And I know, Tommy, this is the first you've heard about it. So it's thanks a- for being willing to step in. Wow.
2: I post about once a year on Instagram, <laughs> whether I need to or not. So. <laughs> Beautiful.
1: Well, and it took, honestly, like for, for you know, your, your, your tribe, your audience here, it took how long, like a year for this to happen? Did it take almost a year? No, it feels <laughs> like just days. It's been it was, great. Because right. we're
2: very busy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> gigs every night. It's hard to pin down important people. So we understand. We have no. a hard out in five minutes.
1: Let's go
3: let's get to the last question <laughs> then,
1: if that's all right. That's awesome.
3: That's we awesome. just love to know the story of the skit guys. Like you know, we've heard you guys at at different places talk about like, oh, we were friends in high school. There's gotta be more to the story than that. So what is the yeah
2: skit guy we met story
0: because you guys aren't actually married are you to each other
1: no no, no i didn't no. think so
2: okay uh, yeah, no been married to my wife for angie for uh almost uh let's see this year will be 28 years i think yeah 28 years congratulations so that's awesome
1: thank yeah.
2: i think i think i'm right on that number she's not here <laughs> she'll let you know if you're not
1: yes and i'm on my fifth marriage uh, <laughs> not that the other four were bad um, I just want to go ahead and say that, in case they would be listening. Surely, <laughs> <laughs> an old nineteen sixty baby He babes.
0: married
2: all the senior adults, <laughs>
3: and they
1: all- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, I'm rich. <laughs> uh, I've been married for twenty years, and her name is Stephanie. So, yeah, yeah, awesome. So, yeah, so okay, our, our story. So,
2: yeah. uh, so uh, a lot of people don't. No, because we don't talk about it a lot, but we actually met through a work release program. (laughs) Uh, I was in
1: the clink for a little bit
2: of money laundering, uh, nothing violent. Uh, uh, Eddie was in there Uh for, uh, well, there was just suspicion because when his fourth wife died (laughs) uh, and all the money he got, so. Yeah. We started uh, doing skits in the prison. <laughs> in the clink. <laughs> in the clink. And uh, then there was a warden, uh, I think it was Jurg
1: Jer- Meyer. Yeah, Jurg Meyer, yeah,
2: who yeah. Uh, asked us to perform at his church. And <laughs> so we did. And, uh, you redemption know, it's yeah. a
1: redemption story. Yeah. So the
2: first year of us performing was all just a work mm-hmm. release program. And mm-hmm. then once after that, we continued. Yeah. So Eddie had been married four times while still in high school. Yes. 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 And I started money laundering and, as a junior hire. Yeah. 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 Perfect. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so truth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which that all is. <laughs> we have been buddies since ninth and 10th grade. Um, we It started out a little rocky. A little rocky. Uh, Tommy was, you know, like the super duper, stud guy as far as in drama. <laughs> in drama and uh <laughs> so here I come along trying to take him off his throne right and there was a show called night of January 16th that was about two lawyers duking it out for uh the uh, this murder mystery and so I, I'm in ninth grade no joke all my goal was in ninth grade I did not know who he was but I just wanted to beat out Tommy Woodard. That was my goal, to beat him out for the lead role. So you knew who I was. I knew who you were. You just did, we weren't. We weren't friends. No. But I, I knew my objective of ninth grade, my freshman year, was to beat him out. And I did. And right. So Rivals. I was very, yeah, I, very happy. It was a one-sided rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know who I was. I didn't know who he
2: was. He'd been in the musical for like two days and then quit. <laughs> and so... I just saw him as this guy. I didn't know. Well, I played football during
1: the musical, and so I couldn't do both.
2: And I didn't really want one of the lawyer roles, because there was another role, Officer Sweeney, who had a <laughs> New York accent. And I was like, I want to be Officer Sweeney. He gets yeah. to do New York accent, and he's only in there for like
1: five minutes. That's not a lot of work. I'll do that. All I knew is I beat out Tommy Water. Yeah. So... Yes. Um, so after that though, yeah. after that show, we became we became buddies and we yeah. started doing all kinds of stuff together. I mean, and I don't know if after that show, if we ever I mean, it really I mean, we just hung out. Yeah uh, and it just progressively we just kept hanging out more and more. Uh my senior in high school, uh your senior year in high my school. My senior year yeah. in high school, he invited me to church. Um I, I didn't make the play that year. Uh, I didn't, and I thought I was going to get the lead. I really, really did. I thought, well, you know, senior year, this is my year. Yeah. And, and that fall, I didn't make it. And you invited me to church that fall, September 17th 1987. And, and here's the
2: real truth. I had like, I knew my buddy was depressed uh, because he didn't make the play. I didn't know what to do. I just knew my church was having an event. And so I was like, Hey, you want to come to this event with me? Yeah,
1: and they were having pizza. And so. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't You're you? You're in. Right? Right? Like, yeah. Where was this? Edmund Lancaster, Oklahoma. Michigan. <laughs> Edmund Oklahoma. We remember it differently. <laughs> Edmund Oklahoma. And yeah, and that's, that was, you know, the night that uh, I said yes to Christ and stepped out of heaven into my heart, and it, you know, changed my world.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and really, to be honest with you, Eddie's the first, no joke, the first person i ever invited to church.
1: Really?
2: <laughs> yeah. I haven't invited anybody since then. For <laughs> <laughs> another best friend, so.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know, so another best friend, right? Yeah. Right. So why would you invite someone? I get it. I get it.
1: That's right. And our youth minister, basically, that fall, uh, started having us do skits every Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And that was no exaggeration. It was every Wednesday night. And so... We'd steal stuff from Saturday, Saturday Night Live, you know, the Saturday, you know, the night before, Yeah. And, you know, try to make it Christian. Not easy. Very hard to do. Yeah. And so, but we would, we, we had our whole, a whole corral of characters that we would do. And every Wednesday night, we would uh, listen to what the youth minister want, was talking about on Wednesdays. And yeah. we'd meet in a Sunday school room, a lot like we're at right now. And we'd work on a skit and throw it up there that yeah. night.
0: Yeah. You so, were already making characters then.
1: Yeah. Even before
2: then, like if you looked at either one of our senior yearbooks, uh, we both signed each other's yearbook multiple places as different characters. Yeah. 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 So when we were in high school, uh, before either one of us was really interested in church or God, mm-hmm. uh, we would pretty much entertain our friends on the buses by just playing different characters. Okay. Yeah. yeah we would, yeah.
1: We, yeah. we had two old janitors uh, that cleaned the high school. Yeah. We, we did two Valley girls, Edwina and Tammy. Yeah, We did, we had two country bumpkins named Zeb and Zach. I mean, we just had yeah. a, I mean,
3: wow. yeah. Just Who's Zeb that, and Zach.
1: Zeb and Zach.
3: Yeah. Who's who? Or does it matter? I'm
2: Zeb.
1: I'm Zach. Yeah, they talk like, they talk like this yeah. and uh, they, you know, they just did all kinds of stuff. Yeah. My,
2: I had a geometry teacher in the 10th grade, Miss literally his name was Mr. Zanowiak and he had two sons named Zeb and Zach That's right. Wow. And I never saw them, but we were like, those names are fantastic. We should we, use them. We need to use them.
3: Yeah, yeah. for sure. So that was your first experience with Church Eddie when he invited you to go to that youth group event.
1: Uh, I, um, I think I had been invited to, you know, youth groups and stuff like that before, but this was like the first, yeah. Like um,
3: involved kind of thing.
1: Yeah, when I heard the gospel, and when I when I realized, you know, basically, you know, what what Christ did, and just kind of laid it out that way, you know, yeah. So,
3: and then, Tommy, what about for you? Like, what's your experience in like church or youth group? Like, was was that new for you too, or you, had you been kind of in youth group for a while? When you say church, what do you mean? Uh, like youth ministry. Like, did you did you grow up in a youth group, or I mean, obviously, you got to youth group because you invited you- him to a youth event.
2: What do you mean by youth group?
3: <laughs> you know, a group where youth meet together, you know, on a Sunday night or a Wednesday. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah my, my history. People meeting with Jesus. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah it's all, I'm, I'm lost here. Uh, no, you know what? My, my background is I, I grew up in a family that went to church. You know, my mom was my first grade Sunday school teacher, and, and then my family got away from going to church probably. Oh, man, I would say when I was uh, 13, 12, 13, we kind of we'd shopped around at some different churches and and just kind of quit going. We'd go about once a month, you know, and, uh, and my story is my senior year in high school, uh, youth pastor, uh, the same one that would you know help us. Uh, he came to a show that I was in and asked me to go on a mission trip. And um, I said no. And then he just—he basically lied to me to get me to go on the mission trip, which I think is always good student ministry. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the ends justifies the means. And uh, on that trip, it was the first time I ever used, you know, my gifts and talents. I, I did a monologue. And, uh, um, you know, more than you ask for. But the sweet little old lady came up afterwards and said, the Holy Spirit spoke to me tonight through what you did. And I would say 30 years later, I'm still just chasing that moment, you know.
0: That's cool. That's very cool. So the main switch yeah. worked for you.
2: Say that again. The
0: Main switch from the youth pastor worked.
2: It totally worked. Yeah. 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 Lies are okay.
3: <laughs> okay. So write that I, down, people. Write that down, people. Tommy said it.
1: I always think of our youth minister too when I hear that story. So somewhere before you guys left, like on a Monday morning, right? Yeah. The trip. Yeah. That guy is somewhere because there's no internet there's no downloads nope. right he is looking through a file system or looking through skit books just trying i got to get tommy a monologue because i said i had one so he's looking for something somewhere just to go here it is
2: i still have that book do you yeah he handed me the book as i'm getting on the bus before on the way to the mission train that, that that. thing happened on, on the way through the pew or something like that really like, oh wow Crazy.
1: That's awesome. Crazy. Yeah. That's great.
2: <laughs> so
3: so you're entertaining people on the bus, you're doing skits on Wednesday night at Youth Group, your senior year of high school, and then you're performing on the stage at National Youth Workers' Convention, right? And you're yeah, the skit about guy. two years after we so what's the what's the gap? Like how do you go from, you know, doing doing bits about Zeb and Zach to to being the skit guys? Like what how does how how do you start it? How do you grow it? Who believed in you? You know, like
2: Hmm. what happened
1: well our youth minister one part of the story is that my senior year uh when someone would ask him to go hey come speak at my winter retreat uh he would go hey i can't but i got these two guys that come do skits for you and it was crazy like that literally was how we would get in one of our in your car in your truck and we'd go do a gig for gas money and chicken.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we called ourselves at first we called ourselves the ET show. Yeah. So it was, you know, Eddie and Tommy and you know, ET was a big thing back then. So that yeah. kind of worked for us, you know, and then we became uh, JW and company, which that's James and Woodard. And then our company of characters. <laughs> <laughs> so and, uh, yeah, it really was. And so we really would. And, and you know, there's a great song by, uh, rich mullins rich mullins uh and the, there's a line in there that says um and it's abbott and costello meet paul and silas uh, or it starts off and it says two lonely eyed boys in a pickup truck and we're driving through the rain and the heat you know skin so sweaty we both get stuck to the old black vinyl seats and it's abbott and costello meet paul and silas it's the two of us together and we're putting on the miles and we both feel lost and that song like is just i mean that's what we did i had a mm-hmm. i had a little ranger pickup truck and we were just two lonely-eyed boys just going whoever would bring us in for a chicken dinner uh have it, having
1: costello meets
2: paul and silas
1: you yeah know? we really like i remember that youth minister basically handed me a whole bunch of skit books and mm-hmm. i was so excited because i was like oh because our dream was to go be on saturday night live yeah. after i graduated high school so To get all these skit books, it really was this thing of like, ah, this is amazing. People write, okay, so there's comedy for Jesus. But then I started, and I remember my senior year taking him home, about to highlight, wanting to read, wanting to figure out what we're gonna do on Wednesday nights, and they, and, and I mean, everything starts somewhere, right? But I started reading these skit books, and it was written in 1970s or early 80s, and it was all just cheesy. I remember as a high school student going, I don't. Oh no, I'm in trouble because I don't talk like this. Yeah. I'm, in, I can't do. And I, and I remember going. Jesus was really introduced comedy wise. This, I mean, the skits would be, you know, Hey Joe, how's it going? You need Jesus, okay? Like that was that <laughs> that's was. A that's powerful stuff right there. Right. And but that's that would really be it because you had to legitimize. Why are we doing hokey stuff on stage at church? And that would be followed by, well, you know, in First Corinthians 6, it says, like, mm-hmm. always scripture, always Jesus in the first five sentences. And, and so, really, the
0: art somehow.
1: Yeah. So it really was that thing going, let's just steal from Saturday Night Live. Let's just, let's do Hans and Franz. Right. And let's figure out how we incorporate Jesus. Yeah. Let's, let's let's do church lady, let's do whatever it is. And let's figure out how we put scripture in here, how we would talk. And to be really honest with you, I mean, that we're still trying to figure that out 30 years later. Like how do we not make this cheesy? Yeah. Um, And as we get older, it's still the thing to go, God, how do we not make this? Does this sound cheesy? Is this good? Is this good? Um, Yeah. We're still those kids figuring that out, you know, in many, many ways.
2: Yeah. And cheese is in the eye of the beholder. So it's like, it really is a challenging thing to figure out.
1: Yeah, we, but, um, so we would travel, um, and then our youth minister, his brother, got a job at Saddleback Church. Let me say this
2: real quick. Yeah. When we say travel, we mean like, you know, within about a two hour radius of Oklahoma City.
1: Yeah. 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 And uh, we did do a gig in, in Waco, Texas. That's true. Uh, and we thought we were big stuff because we got to get on a plane. And right, it was my senior year, your freshman year in college.
2: It was also the same about the same time. Labamba came out, and we got on this little plane to fly to Waco. So scared. All I could hear in my head was
1: not my Richie. We thought we were, we were going to die. <laughs> oh my! But we went on before Louis Giglio in 1987, and we thought we had arrived. Yeah, and. We did our, we wrote a skit called the football skit about a a believer and a non-believer meeting in the uh, locker room and they talk about Jesus. We had maybe 10 minutes to do the skit. 10 minutes before Louis Giglio was going to get up and talk Sunday night and we took 40 minutes. Yeah, it was a,
2: it was a, it was longer than a sitcom. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it was. Yeah. We took up
2: most of Louis' time. It
1: was, yeah. (laughs) It was long, as long as Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. It was about 42 minutes.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Wow. Wow. But it was amazing, right? It was phenomenal.
1: You know, Louie, Louie, maybe in, in 2004, maybe somewhere around there. (laughs) Like you could tell, it's like, okay, you guys are good. But I think for probably maybe what, 20 years is like, I don't even want to be around those guys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But we were legitimized in the 2000s. Like, yeah. okay, they, they've yeah. learned to keep on track and, you know, time and that kind of stuff. But Classic. we did go to Saddleback as interns in 1989, and we were both offered two year internships for in the youth ministry. <clears throat> Tommy went home. Had a girlfriend. Had a girlfriend. More important than staying at Saddleback. Yep. Yeah. I had nothing, so I stayed.
2: And, and I ended up marrying that girl. No, you
1: did. I- no,
2: so it was uh, and that uh, would have been a great story. That'd be great. Yeah. No, just went home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I ended up staying and Doug came on pretty soon after that and yeah, it was about 7 years of my life to where if Rick Warren wanted a skit, I would do a skit in Big Church and that was like my comedy club. I would give a cassette tape back then it was cassettes and I would give that to the guy in the booth because nothing was written down. It would just be all, you say this, I say this, you say, the same stuff we would do. Yeah, right? I just wasn't there. Just, we just wasn't there. It was just with either students. Like I had students from the youth group and we would do skits in big church and that, that would be my script. Um, so Doug made me do, uh, drama groups. We would do a skit every Sunday morning, every Saturday night and Sunday morning, there was a skit. So I was just infused all the time in that kind of stuff and when I left Saddleback I mean I had all these cassette tapes and we basically just brought them into our world mm-hmm. cuz they we'd already done them they'd already worked the laughter was on the cassettes the comedy club was already done it just meant how do we fuse these just for two people yeah and that's really how, you know, somewhere in 19, 1997 to 2000 for 13 years before YS. YS was 2000, right? Mm, yeah, so that's about three years. Sorry. Yeah, three <laughs> years. I don't know. 13, three, three. Years, three years we were doing few skits that just worked. We yeah. didn't, there wasn't a lot of trying things out because we knew the laughter was there. Yeah. And that led to YS. Were
3: you still doing just a two-hour radius, or did you start, you know, kind of... Yeah, so
2: when he came came back, I had moved to Texas and was serving as a youth pastor down there, and uh, we were living in a parsonage, which if, you know, for people that don't know what parsonage is, it's a Greek word for outhouse that you let pastors live in. (laughs) So we were... my wife and I were living there, and it had a uh, evangelist room. In it. <laughs> yeah, <I guess. laughs> it was on. It was, it was added to the uh, garage. Had its own bathroom and shower with everything in it. And so when Eddie came back, he moved in with us for a little while. And so uh, my wife was
1: very gracious and cool about it, you know. And I was on the Atkins diet. Yeah. So all at that point in 1997, my all I was eating was meat. Yeah and the house just stank of eggs oh, and bacon all the time <laughs> your poor wife fantastic your poor wife
2: I know, but anyway uh yeah so we started traveling a lot in texas and oklahoma and kind of around the south georgia uh we had a horrible uh, experience in alabama and uh so it was it was uh that was happening and then um yeah in 2001 uh, 2001 we uh, was when they invited us to come to and it was because of you know the contact with Doug and you'd met Tick and yeah, and all of
1: things. yeah. it was it was probably um, oh gosh uh, I forgot what I was gonna say uh, yeah me too I, I totally forgot
2: <laughs> I knew what you were gonna say and then I forgot
0: did you guys have any coaching or mentors through that process
2: we just had our high school drama teacher. Yeah. Like, like she was an amazing lady and, uh, and she, she, she really taught us, you know, but nobody's, you know, it's not like anybody's going, have you seen Skate Guys? Amazing actors, you know, or even like, funniest guys in the world. Like it's a friendship that, you know, we've opened up the doors and said, okay, come in and be a part of our friendship, you yeah. know? And I, I think that's really it.
1: We have never, even from those days. And I, and I think it's, kind of how we live this world that we've that we've got to be a part of and build we've never sent we never sent i remember as a youth minister i would get those flyers from comedians you know like, hire hire me for uh, you know the next camp it was always a picture like this or like that and i was like we're never doing that we've never sent out any advertisement about ourselves since since we've never set, sent anything out that said book the skit guys um and i think that's just like when the phone stops ringing we'll stop doing it you know like that'll be god going okay guys yeah. you're done hand me the ball yeah so yeah.
3: Well, well, one of us dies
1: yeah either way yeah either,
3: either way that got dark really fast wow. right there
1: um <laughs> we, we have insurance Sorry. out on each other so it's okay yeah. Yeah. okay
3: yeah. yeah it's okay don't you made mention me. of a bad experience in Alabama. One of our questions was, what's the worst gig you ever did? And and I should, before you answer this question, say, I'm pretty sure before I started here at this church, I believe you guys did an event here at this church uh, for like a combination church homeschool academy. So maybe don't talk about that one just so I keep my job. If but, that was one of your worst gigs.
1: Was it a prom? Was it a homeschool prom? It might have been. No yes. way. Yes,
3: I think it. They do like the homeschool. You had this homeschool. guys at the homeschool prom. I think so. Oh
1: my. That, that was amazing. Seriously, we left that gig going. We we did not know what it was going to be because it was kind of a weird setup. But yes. that was an amazing night. I don't remember
3: it. I do. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? Okay. That's what
1: it was. That was amazing.
3: It All really I, was. I, I have vague recollection. I wasn't here, so I just hear that we had you guys. So. If you had a worse gig, just make sure it wasn't a mirror, so I can keep my job.
1: That wasn't. It. Yeah. yeah. No.
2: No. 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 We we know what our worst gig was, and it was early on. It was when we very f- we had first started traveling, and we got a gig in Alabama, and the guy said the closest airport uh, was He's... in New Orleans. Yeah. And so we booked our tickets to New Orleans. Okay. And this is before you know cell phones and all that stuff, and we get on the airplane. We're sitting on the back row. Yeah. and we uh, i I decide to look at you know the map in the little airplane magazine <laughs> of to the see the United
1: like, States oh, I'll figure out where we're going you know
2: <laughs> and uh, i I open it up and I look at it for a second and I look at Eddie <laughs> and I go there's a state between <laughs> called Mississippi and
1: why and why did he say the closest airport was New Orleans?
2: I don't know so we You know, we land, get the rental car, drive through the state of Mississippi to get to Alabama, all right? We're so tired. So tired. We do the event. This is before, and at this point, like, it's we're Tommy and Eddie. We we have no name, you know, or anything like that. There's no credits in the bank. Yeah. Yeah. So we do the event, and he pays us. And we've always been guys that, like, we don't, you know, when we get paid, we don't crack open the envelope and be like okay this looks good we're out of here you know (laughs) and so you know we just take it and throw it in our backpack or whatever and then we start to drive we drive away so we drive away and I'm driving and I have ADD real bad so I usually drive or else it drives Eddie nuts because I have to mess with everything but I'm driving and Eddie opens up the check and he's like he paid us half of what he said he'd pay us and I'm like
1: What? And I think the only reason why I could open up the check because it just, we just started out. So we didn't know what to ask. I mean, as far as, hey, do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have this? So there was already a lot of things in the back of my head going, we're going to have to figure out our contract better to set us up to succeed, to be a success in front of people. So there was already those mechanics in my head. But when he handed the check, it just felt weird. Like this isn't good. Like there's just there's something off, and so yeah, I ripped that we yeah. ripped that open in the car, and it was half of what he said he was going to give us. Yeah, so we drive. Well, we cried. Do you we remember cried. that? Like, yeah, we both we, cried. We cried. We like cried. we were so tired. So tired. And we drove through a whole state, and to we just now have the,
2: to drive back through that <laughs> through
1: state. that state because
2: this was the thing. I was leading worship at my church the next morning, so. Yeah. I was catch. We were catching the like six a.m. flight out of New Orleans, so I could get to Dallas and then drive to my church and lead worship. So we get into New Orleans like two or three a.m.
1: because we drove through a whole state,
2: and we go and find a hotel
1: because we didn't really
2: know what to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. And so like we get a room. So bad. And this was the nastiest so nasty. hotel ever. <laughs> like. Ever. But we had no money, yeah. right? So you get
1: something cheap.
2: Yeah, and so we don't even pull the covers down something on the bed. <laughs> we don't even take our clothes off. We, we just, just lay, lay down in, on the bed on on our <laughs> individual beds and pretend to sleep. You know, the glamorous life of famous people.
3: Yeah, so
1: seriously.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's seriously. fantastic. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. Do you remember Five, what you got paid?
1: Five hundred dollars. That's with expenses.
2: Yeah, we had to take our flights and everything out of
3: that. Yeah,
1: five hundred yeah. bucks with. I made like
2: forty-two dollars and twelve cents.
1: It was sad. Yeah, Yeah. it was yeah. sad. And it, and we we never for the longest time we would share a hotel room. You know, two beds, same hotel room because we didn't want to be uh, we didn't want to be a hindrance to the church. And then there was these two guys that were doing stuff. Yeah. And I was helping out at a church and. That summer, we had them in at our camp. Was, I was like, it was Ted Lee. It was Ted and Lee. Yeah, Ten I was Lee. like, hey, Ted and Lee are here. This is great. we will get to watch them and da 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 da. And they came in and I met them at the door. Hey, you're on tonight. Great. Hey, um, do you have your hotel room? And they go, oh no, we have two hotel rooms. And I just in my head went, oh that's a thing you can do that, can do we, that? you can do that what? well ted lee okay all right. i want two hotel okay. rooms and that was maybe 2002 or yeah. i don't know but so now three? we have two hotel
2: rooms we get separate rental cars <laughs> uh we have an entourage we bring with
0: us yeah Fantastic. yeah security detail yeah. yeah yeah understood
1: yeah
0: what's the worst bits you've ever written or the most the biggest bomb you've ever had on stage Mm. i know what i think do you have one
2: biggest bomb on stage oh no mine wasn't the biggest bomb
1: mm-hmm.
2: mine, mine was the worst bit
1: what was the worst bit
2: uh we had this bit where these two guys are standing on the edge of the oh, stage i was
1: thinking of that same <laughs> yeah bit. it's it's called see you in hell
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: it was <laughs> really was promising <laughs>
1: yeah. so we're on the edge of the stage well
0: You're- titled yes yeah. Always, uh-huh. a funny, always a funny premise. Oh, great, <laughs> right? Yes, yes. And so these
2: two guys are cryptically describing what they're looking at, I and mean, you
3: realize they're on the edge of hell.
1: So, so it's like, hey, how did we get here? I do, you, do you feel the heat? Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's so hot.
1: So we both <laughs> say it at the same
2: time. I didn't think...
1: We didn't have to think. Yeah. <laughs> How did we? I don't know. Will we ever know? I don't know. I guess it's true what they would say. No, no, not even. No. It was this. Have
2: you ever seen fire on water? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Are we? I don't know. I guess it's true what they say. I guess we should do it. Remember, no, it's this. No,
2: no, it's remember what we used to say.
1: Yeah, yeah. When we would party. And <laughs> I guess it's true now. See, See you in hell. hell. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then. We would jump
3: off the stage. <laughs> so the guy turned the lights off. Really? Oh!
1: <laughs> We'd jump down and crawl away <laughs> because there's still a, there's still an audience in the front row, yeah. and so they would see us jump down and yeah. kind of huddle yeah. and no. kind of move, move yeah. away.
2: I think we performed it twice. Yeah. I think we performed it once and was like, oh, that was really bad. Let's try to get Let's it, it. again. <laughs> we can do it better. Never do that
1: again. And when you jump off stage and they leave yeah. the lights on. Oh
2: yeah. And all you hear is crickets. And you're looking at the people yeah. on the front row, just at, staring at you. You're looking
1: at a junior <laughs> hire going, what is going on? Yeah. 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 Not the impact we Not thought cool. the hell skit yeah. would make. Yeah. That's fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That would be it. I did one time we had a heckler in the, and we learn as we grow, right? We like, if you look at our stuff, tommy and eddie we pretty much we have no props we stand in one spot i mean for we could do a comedy night and i mean we're pretty much standing in one spot because we've been at so many churches for over 30 years to where uh there's a podium and or the band has set up all their stuff bands you
2: bane of church (laughs)
1: Box to, to, and that's how we grew. That's yeah. how we figured out our stuff. Batters box. We don't move around a lot. Um, it, it's all hopefully you're gonna laugh just at what we're saying and that kind of stuff.
2: But, but and yeah. when we first started traveling, we took a lot of costumes and a lot of props. And you yeah. know, once you get stopped uh, going through security because you have a fake gun, like you're like, no, oh, we probably don't need
1: props. Yeah, we're, we're no good. Props.
2: Yeah, no yeah. props. Good we'll you, you said you got
3: a
1: heckler. Yeah, one, and uh, you kind of learn as you go, like we would talk back to the hecklers trying to codependently win them over, <laughs> and then then we learned if you just ignore them, and hopefully your comedy will grab them, then you've won, right? Yeah. But at the first like i remember this one night we're just doing a show and mm-hmm. and there was like got people right here then there's a balcony of people up here and there's a heckler it was in texas it was in texas yeah. and we're doing our we're trying to do our skits and stuff and you know people are laughing but all i can hear is this one heckler right there you know he was in the balcony right he was in yeah. the balcony yeah. and i finally just stopped and go what's it going to take to get you to shut up <laughs> wow. and i'm i'm just standing there next to him like <laughs>
3: <laughs> so is this at a church event?
1: Yeah, it was a yeah. summer camp night. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, what happened? Eckler, he shut up. He shut up. It worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It but worked. It, yeah. We've had the privilege of doing this for so long. You go. I mean, we got to we've got to be with Tomlin and Crowder and Mercy Me and like we've seen so many bands come and go. Mm-hmm. We've seen so many speakers come and go. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but we've also had the beauty of just evolutionizing the comedy, what we do, how we do so, it, and build yeah. credits along the way, you know, and to, and hopefully be low maintenance once we go somewhere to where, you know, they had a good time and they invite us back.
2: Yeah. Two
3: know. hotel rooms and a car is all you need, right? right? That's, That's all you it. need. Two hotel Two cars, two cars. <laughs> That's all you, need. That's all you need. and a driver. So the the flip <laughs> of that with the flip <laughs> of that, what's the best gig you ever did? Where either that you guys just killed it and they just chewed it up or it was just the coolest gig you did.
1: There's, there's been some great ones like where along the way and, and we're two totally different personalities. So I'm more driven and being around Doug who's so driven. I got to see, Oh, if we can get on YS, that would be the dream. Oh gosh. If we could go over here, if we go over here and you go, I mean, in the past 10 years, I go, well, golly, we've done, we've done almost everything.
2: Yeah.
1: Festivals to, you name it. So you go, but the best gig, the best gig was for me um, was when we first started out and uh, we pull up and we think it's going to be a church youth group. And, and we've had the beauty too, to go from youth groups to comedy nights where you have people from eight to 88, you know, and, and the beauty of watching families laugh and everything. But starting out, it was totally just student ministry gigs and we pull up and it's a house and it's this youth minister and he's having a pool party and we're like, oh, okay. Well, the setting, like in my brain already, I'm going, well, this is not going to go good. Um, and we're going, hey, is there a church we're going to be performing at? And he's like, no, you're going to perform in the garage. Yeah. You know, we're having a pool party and games and then I'm going to get all the kids in the garage and, and it's August. Yeah and in texas in texas and you're just going oh in my brain i'm just going this is gonna be bad 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 and they all come in there they sit down in the garage mm-hmm. and we do our skits and oh, god it was just beautiful like it was just one of the most beautiful uh, moments gigs that we had and these kids are just maybe 18 kids yeah it wasn't a lot um at, at that moment and but it was just so beautiful surreal um, and, and it was one of those moments too, starting out going, our stuff works. This is good.
2: Yeah. It was actually a week away from another event we were going to do for the first time, which was an, an event in Texas at a uh, reunion arena. So mm-hmm. 20,000 kids. So on one weekend we did 18 kids and the next yep. weekend we did 20,000 kids. Yep. And it was really a great thing to go. Like those were both. Like so fun, like, and it just it was that wonderful lesson to go. It didn't matter how many people are there, like you know it's it's still a joy. I, I would say, like my you know it, that would have to go, I think you'd say one of your favorites because it's so hard to have a favorite, you sure, know sure. but like I love like y s mm-hmm. our late nights, when we get to just do stuff with youth pastors, like that's probably some of the funnest times that i have on stage
1: yeah even beforehand going into the room and before you know it we're just setting up stuff and and then there's a line of just youth workers and you know you think well i don't know i don't know if we're making a difference i don't even know if you know this is working anymore and then you see a line of youth workers and you could spend a whole hour even before you do your show talking, hearing their stories like yeah. that is just
2: it's real humbling
1: that is just yeah i yeah I mean, we we call it. We get to do this. Yeah. I mean, we we get to. It's it's yeah. It's so it's so precious. A lot
2: of our conversation is he gets to do this with me, but I have to do it with
1: him. It's so, a work. It's yeah. work release program. Yeah. 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 Understood. Yeah. So, does that answer? Yeah.
0: That's no, that's great. That's a great, great. Answer. No, that's a great that's answer.
1: answer. Um, it, I remember one time we did a gig. Uh, it's about five thousand students. And we had tables. Like we like I come from the Doug Fields model of you make your product and you put it out there, right? So we had skit books and DVDs and it was all in-house. Like mm-hmm. we were doing everything ourselves. This was before we got book contracts and all that stuff. And we had a table, we had t-shirts and we had the whole bit. And there's 5,000 students. And your sister was helping out. I don't remember if you remember this. I do. But it was like there's no Oklahoma. It was all like we were like we were going along and then we hit this moment where at this gig, it just, it all changed. And like, Oh my, we are, we are their people. And I just remember that whole table. Like we were all just pushed back and we're just selling stuff. And, but like, it was like, Oh, we are, we are now, we are part of their vernacular. We are part of, or their tribe. We're their key and peel of Christian comedy. We, we have, we've arrived in some form or fashion. We, yeah, we are in their world now. And that's when it, to me like flipped. Yeah. It's like, okay. All right. Luke twelve forty eight. to much is given much as expected. This is a whole different platform now, mm-hmm. you know? Anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was where we are with our podcast.
3: Yeah. Stuff like that. All <laughs> tens and tens of listeners that are in there. They're our-
0: pushing the table and I just have to step uh-huh. back. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You mentioned you had a heckler. Have you guys ever had people that just criticized you for something you said or just been really offended and just left you feeling really really badly about yourself? I,
2: I would say that over the years, we've been really blessed. I mean, we've had people contact us and and they were offended by something. And for the most part, I would say, we take all that very serious. And so we get back to those people pretty quickly. And it's either a phone call or something. And once you, you know, once you get on the, the phone with them and hear a voice, like it's it's usually a, oh, okay, I misunderstood that. I, I get it, you know, and, and sometimes it's a agree to disagree, but you realize once you're talking to each other that it's, you know, it's not, not so bad, I think. Is there anything I'm missing? I don't have yeah. a good memory, so.
1: I, I think, um I think us growing up in the '80s and doing church comedy, no one would laugh. So the 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 fact that we get to do stuff now, like I really do, there there are nights that you know you got a thousand people, all different ages, in a room, and and I'm watching like senior citizens laugh mm. as well as the eight year old kid, yeah. and you're just like, I mean, the beauty of what we get to do is there wasn't this, no one said you guys could do this full time. Like there wasn't even a, 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 an abstract. There wasn't even a thinking of that. It was, we're going to be youth ministers and then, then children's education ministers yeah. because that's the next step or pastors. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> right? so hierarchy,
3: right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Of our world. And so to be in our audience uh, to, and to listen to them laugh, I, I, I always go golly there was a time we would do our comedy and no one was laughing. Yeah, But people would shake our hands at the end, and said that was really good. So <laughs> I think there's a real sensitivity to go, you know, do we go to the line? Do we go over the line? Um, but I think at some point <laughs> it was like, and I don't know when this happened, maybe early 2000s. I would be the guy looking at, he's the actor, I'm the director. So he doesn't care at all. What I don't the-
2: care if you show up. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm the guy looking out the curtain, what looking at the audience and when we would start, I would go, okay, this is a banquet and it's a bunch of senior citizens, scrap everything. We got to do this skit, this skit, this skit, and this skit. Um, or, Oh my goodness. They said this was youth, but those are eight year old kids. Mm-hmm. Ah, we got to do this, this, and this. Then, then there just came a point. I don't know when it happened. Two thousands. It was just, dude, just do let's us do our thing. We're just going to do our thing. Yeah, And I think that's just built. We've had the beauty of being able to say, let's just do our thing. With that comes credibility and credits in the bank and just the extreme responsibility to go, let's just make sure doing our thing, we aren't offending a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think working at the church, we, we are still plugged into the, our local churches. There is something about that to go every video that we put out as we edit it or we are always thinking of the kid and the senior citizen going, the pastor allowed us to come to this church. The pastor's about to use this video. They have to take huge responsibility of what they show to people. So we take that we just take that very, very seriously. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. does that, does that answer it? Yeah, it does. Totally.
0: Oh, really.
1: to to the ministry.
3: Yeah, yeah, sure. Yep. Okay. Good. So, I mean, obviously you guys do broad stuff, you know, church and every kind of stuff, but you've always had a deep connection to youth ministry. Um, and other than the fact that you grew out of youth ministry, you know, doing skits in your first youth group, what, what's the calling or the connection to student ministry for you
2: guys that kind of always kept you in that, in that lane? Hmm. That's a great question. I think uh, you know when I was uh, when I was 18, um, you know I felt like student ministry was the thing for me. Um, and if you ask me, I would say I'm going to be a student minister until I die. You know, I had no desire to do anything else. And uh, so I think there's always been that that that's just a great there's a great realness to student ministry. There's a great you know. <laughs> uh, do whatever it takes in student ministry, you know, uh, that I think is so beautiful and so fun, you know? And, um, and so I think even though I'm out of student ministry now, like my heart is still there because it's just, there's a, it's to me, the, the, wherever your students are meeting, it's the most genuine place in the church. And I, and I love that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If I wasn't a skid guy, I would be a youth minister somewhere yeah i mean
2: yeah i'm probably be president
1: yeah. So, yeah yeah i'd vote for you thank
0: you i actually <laughs> did vote for you
1: oh
0: you <laughs> were yeah, yeah, right they, in
1: they,
2: they sent me up they sent me a little notification about that i thought it was weird but that's <laughs> cool. the options
0: weren't great but you were my choice
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so have you ever thought about your role as what we would call legends in the youth ministry world? Because really for a lot of youth pastors, the skit guys and youth ministry are inseparable. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that's just silly. uh,
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah. Like you say that. And I, and I, and I think it's a beautiful thing. Like I I go, I, I, you could tell it to me 15 times and I probably wouldn't believe you. Like I go, I, Golly, I, I sure hope that's true. I sure hope we've made a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I sure hope we're you know helping um, helping the local youth minister. I, but like it's just hard to absorb. I guess like I I don't even know I don't know how to how to respond to that. I guess.
3: Well, I mean, you, I mean, you just need to know that it's true. I mean, again, I, I'm not speaking for our whole tribe, our tens of listeners, but I can speak for me, I've been going to U specialties since, well, 91, and it was lame for a while, and then it got really good, like, in, you know, the 2000s, you know, just because, you know, you guys, you understood where we were, yeah. and, and you made fun of it, and, and made us laugh about the hard things. Um, I, I remember I was laying on the floor um, at one of the YS conferences, the first time you did the 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 deacon bit. Like my, my young lady wants to be on your little worship team. I was on the floor because I had had that meeting. (laughs) I had been in that meeting before and you were making fun of something that ruined a day of mine. And then that day got better because you guys made me laugh about it instead of, you know, angry about it. I love, let me,
2: let me tell you a a really good God story about that. Uh, Oh, well, first of all, I would tell you that I think even each of us could give you the names of those actual characters. Oh, sure. sure. Because that just came out of the same pain that we experienced. It's called the chair. Yeah, yeah. yeah, The the chair. chair. Yes. Um, Yeah, that deacon's name is Charles. I'll save his last name, but I know exactly who he is. But um, we went and did an event. I I think it was around the D.C. area. Uh, And and I remember we landed. uh, When the plane landed, we had this idea. And it was, what if we made a DVD and we put it on all of the seats at YS? for all the cities. Yeah. And I think at that point, that was like 1,300 or something like that. 13,000. Yeah, sorry. Like 13,000 DVDs. Yeah. And we're like. Of the chair. Of the chair skit. Of the chair skit. And it was like, yeah, that's a great idea. You're going to pay for the 13,000 DVDs or should I? You know, like there's no money to do that. So we go to this church and we perform at this church on the Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point in time, we had, I think, one DVD that we'd made and we would sell it after a show. And so we're selling it outside, outside of the church building because they wouldn't let you sell it inside the you church. Want to turn the money tables over, right? Yeah. And so we're standing there and uh, this guy walks up yeah. and he hands me a folded check and just keeps walking and so I, <laughs> I was like what,
1: what, what is that about
2: yeah I, I'm, I'm about to just put it in my pocket I don't <laughs> know and he's like what is that and so I open it up and it was a check for I think $300 is that right it was something like that like $300 check and and I showed it to Eddie and he's like well what is it and I was like I don't know and he's like we'll go find out and I was like okay so <laughs> I chased this guy down in the parking lot and I said sir this is very kind I don't understand why you gave this to us. And he said, Oh, I'm going to cry. Dang it. I hate it when I cry. He said, uh, whatever it is that God has told you to do, you need to go ahead and do it.
3: Oh,
2: like, okay. And it was like great God fashion because you can't make 13,000 DVDs for $300. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's
1: That's the most, right? right? But
2: somehow, you know, we, we just said, okay, then we're going to do it, you know? And so we, you know, we paid the money to record it and, and make them.
1: And still to this day, Hey, I have the DVD of that chair skit. Yeah. You know, I, I was there that I was there that year when you, yeah. when you gave them out for free, I have, and I watch it. Like yeah. you go just amazing when you just do it. when I you just I, I think I missed that year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Out of the Put Lord's way on YouTube. Now, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I
0: think that I think that captures it though, because the laughter leads to tears, leads to shared tears, mm-hmm. a sense of community with everybody that you're watching you guys with, all the youth workers. And there's a catharsis that happens in that space. It's just therapeutic for everybody. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. I think Perfect. that's why God has blessed what you guys do. Mm-hmm. Thanks.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Wow. That's Beautiful. very
0: humbling. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So we'll it up a little bit. If you guys could play a character on any sitcom, who would you be? Mm.
1: Like,
3: if you could have been
0: the actor.
1: A character on a sitcom.
3: Any sitcom in any, you know, from any time period, you get to play that role. Which role would you play?
2: Mm. Probably... Um, mm. God, it's a good question. That hand on the Addams Family. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to crush that. (laughs) Green Acres. Um,
1: Kramer from Seinfeld?
2: There's just so many great ones. I don't know. The Horse from Mr. Ed.
1: (laughs) The Talking Car.
2: Yeah. Gosh. Um,
1: you yeah, know who you know that's, that's a tough we
2: love tv so much that is such a stifling question yeah. you know? um sure. you know did something just click
1: uh, mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right instead of the character you wanted to ever play a character you'd like to play let's just doesn't you don't have to like prioritize it just one that you like oh i would kill that role i would have fun with that
1: Hmm. Um gosh.
2: <laughs> I think we stumped
0: them.
1: They did.
2: I think that uh you know, it, it just sounds so cliche, but like there's multiple characters on the office that just would have been oh, fun. Yeah, you parks know? and
1: rec, anything yeah.
2: They got to do that for so long and it just seemed like so much fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um
1: yeah, Arrested Development, like, uh, the, there's, yeah, Buster, yeah, um, Justin Bateman to me, I love how he delivers just lines, there's, he can play the straight guy so good, uh, yeah. not J- sorry, not Justin, Justine? Ch- did you mean Justine not, Bateman? Not a sister, Justine, I didn't want to be on Family ties, Jason um, yeah, when I was a kid, I wanted to be on Silver Spoons with Rick, Ricky Schroeder so bad because his house was so cool. He had video games in his house. So yeah. I'd probably I
2: would love to have played Balky.
1: On Perfect Strangers?
3: Yeah, Al-key. That's a deep cut. I wow. like that. <laughs> I like that.
1: Yeah, I wanted to be on The Wonder Years. like with. Oh. Like, that was the most amazing, nostalgic piece of beauty ever. Yeah, but,
0: That's a great example of a show that makes you laugh and cry at the same oh. time.
1: Yeah, that's what we grew up on. That's how we write our stuff. We grew up on John Hughes movies. So uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles to when those are my heroes, when you watch like, someone like Steve Martin and John Candy in other movies like Summer Rental and The Man with Two Brains or you know whatever these movies are, and then you saw them together in this thing that John Hughes wrote, and then they're making you laugh, and then all of a sudden, boom, like I'm tearing up. I'm, I'm a high school student and I'm kind of tearing up because John Candy was serious like that blew my mind that was like oh yeah. oh uh, yeah yeah how do you chase that right. so, yeah anyway
0: do you remember a moment when you made each other laugh so hard that you couldn't finish your bit
1: yeah <laughs> um it's yeah Tommy, Tommy was on the Atkins diet. Yeah, and this was after because I was on the Atkins diet, so he got on it. And my body does fine on protein; his does not. It's no. and so what comes out of him, out of his butt, is is really bad. Like bad. Like like he was still you youth minister when he was on the Atkins diet. Yeah. And Had none of his kids wanted to get in a band with him because he would, he would smell it up so bad. True. So we're doing a gig, and um like From college it was a college group and um you know we were you know we were kind of getting to a platform you know yeah. so people were kind of excited about being there and we get up there say our names <laughs> and tommy um well he farts sbd and it's really bad <laughs> like 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 yeah. we're doing our bit at the front hey we're so glad to be here he farts well you don't hear it, you don't hear it <laughs> but I'm just letting them audio know that yeah. you know, and and well, then you said it.
2: You said he farts. He farts. You didn't have to make the noise.
1: <laughs> As we're taught the smell hits my nostrils, and it's so bad, guys. It is like
2: it would burn.
1: Oh, it was like you yeah. can't even. You can't even begin. It was uh,
2: just shy of pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I start giggling because I, I I don't know where to go. I can't get out of the fog, and and he what? starts giggling because yeah. it's so bad.
2: It's bad.
1: And there's these college girls in the front row. They're just so excited to be there, and yeah. they're all smiling. And and <laughs> and then you just watch as that waft goes into the audience. It hits them. It hits them. It and, a powerful and, moment. <laughs> very like, powerful. Like, did one of them fart and you like, it was all, and we couldn't just stop laughing because it was all just so nasty and, and everybody's paranoid that they farted. So it was really a beautiful moment. Yeah. Um, it was really wonderful. Yeah. There was a time my
2: fly was down. There was, we had, we had to stop the skit. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know it was down and
1: Eddie did and videos were just coming into these conferences you know like people were filming you know to catch so everybody it was on the imag that everybody could see that his fly was down and so i'm talking to him during the skit and i'm and i'm using my finger a lot basically pointing down trying to get him to zip up his zipper cuz you could tell the whole crowd knew that it was down everyone in the room knew but
2: me uh-huh and then he was trying to get my attention by pointing Towards my nether region, but I had no idea. So <laughs> <what I'm doing. laughs> finally, he just had to say, "Hey, your flies down." <laughs>
1: so, yeah.
3: Hey. It's
0: good stuff. Yeah.
3: What else do we want to know about these guys? I
1: don't know.
3: He's been doing this a long time now, right? Yeah. A couple yeah. of years. Yeah. A couple of years. Been we- just ever thought about quitting? You know, ever you know, kind of just like feel like, oh. Uh, Sh- got to be something else we
2: could do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think so.
1: I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really is that thing of, we normally get booked a year out in advance. Like, somewhere in the fall we can go okay and we we still because of student ministry i look at my year like a school year still yeah, but yeah. we can pretty much go oh okay i guess yeah people still want us to do stuff
3: i guess we're still going to be working next
1: year do stuff and ski com. i think that's a indicator for us to go okay people are buying these videos um we stand in lines we'll be the last ones out we stand in lines. We listen to families. We listen to ministers, youth ministers, volunteers. Um, you know, uh, we're, we're making a movie, um, Sony studios, their, their faith-based division. We wrote, we've really written like three screenplays and one of them stuck. And, um, so we're filming a movie called family camp and, um, the people that did the, courageous movies. And all, I can only imagine movies. They, they want to go, let's, let's try to do comedy. And so uh, we're, it's a whole new mountain to climb. Uh, so they want to bring back family comedies that aren't cartoons or superhero movies. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's really taken everything that we've done and try to put it, you know, in 90 minutes, as long as Tommy boy, the movie. So if we could do that and make people laugh for 90 minutes And not feel like a bunch of skits then so anyway that's what we're trying to do talking
3: to a fan at some point in time that's funny i mean that's just funny
1: that's comedy yeah do you guys write
2: together eddie's really the writer like uh he'll come up with a sometimes he'll come up with a concept and start telling it to me and i'm just looking at him like you know cal looking at a new gate (laughs) i'm just like what (laughs) and then you know he'll continue to kind of process it, and then you know once we get kind of a, for our live stuff, once we get to that point where he can really kind of I can get it, then we'll start you know going from there, and uh, and then I usually come in and add stuff, you know, yeah, just what it depend on what I had to eat that day, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> and then and then we've got for not our, not Atkins anymore though, right? So we're, we're there. We'll let that happen. yeah. There's a court order. Um, (laughs) uh, and then for our for our pieces that we you know that we film and and everything we've got a a, a writing team that works together on
0: things
1: yeah that's real it's great yeah it's a lot a lot of fun it's a lot of fun yeah
0: you guys have any encouragement for youth workers to stay in youth ministry that's kind of what our emphasis is about for our podcast we want to see Younger youth workers commit to this for a lifetime, stay in it. Best case scenario, stay in it at the same place and really see the fruit of that over time. And you guys have been doing this a long time. Well, what words of encouragement would you have for people to stay in youth ministry? Uh, I tell you,
2: uh, at the end of the day, I served at two churches uh, as as a student pastor. Uh, one of them was I was an intern for you know a couple of years. And then I went to a church in Texas. And when I got there, the, the senior class had had five different you know, youth mm. leaders. And I had the opportunity to serve there for 12 years. And man, just the, it, you don't know the impact that you can have in a ministry until you've been there for a long time. Until you can really get to know those kids and love on them. And, and they really start to trust you. Because when they trust you, that's when they'll entrust their friends to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of times in student ministry, we keep trying to figure out why they won't bring their friends, and and I think a big part of that is that they've got to earn. You've got to earn their trust before they're going to go. Okay, I'll I'm, I'm going to bring my hurts and needs and my friends to you. So I, I think longevity is a is huge when it comes to ministry. Mm-hmm.
1: It's beautiful. I- I would just encourage your listeners that that calling is on your life. Oh, there's no better, there's no better arena to, to change someone's life than student ministry. Um, they are, they're bringing all their hurts, they're bringing their habits, they're bringing their hangups in there. And we have the ability to be, to be used by God to just transform their lives still to this day. Thanks to Facebook. Um, you, I get former students just all the time. Hey, you remember that one time? Hey, you remember that one time? Hey, you remember that one time? You can't, you can't beat that. You can't, there's, there's, it's just, it's just sweet. It's just beauty. And just when your heart is getting calloused or when you, or when you are having these arguments with God going, no God, I'm done. I'm done. God, I did this. You know, this church is awful. Something happens that just tenderizes your heart and you see someone come to know Jesus that, has poked in and out of your youth group and they just, you know, they've pretty much given the bird to you and their student ministry and God. And then you see that change and you go, okay, this is why I do, why I do what I do. This is, so I would just encourage if that calling is on your heart, on your life, don't, don't, don't give up. Don't give up. You're making a huge difference.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's good. So don't, even if the children's ministry position opens, don't climb that ladder, right? Don't. The custodian position opens
2: just decline you know? think you think dealing with youth parents is hard try working with children's parents
1: mm-hmm. yeah I would on the flip side of that too if you're married in student ministry I will never forget there was this famous youth communicator and he does this story he goes my wife had made a great meal. We were about to sit down on a Sunday night and partake of this meal together. I'm probably exaggerating his verbiage, but, but it, this wonderful meal, a date night at home and the doorbell rings. And, and uh, he goes, I answer the door and it's a student and the student needs to talk. I look at my wife, I look at the kid, I look at my wife, I look at the kid, I look at my wife, I look at the kid. And I say, honey, that meal's going to have to wait. <laughs> People erupted. And, you know, this is like early nineties. And I just thought, oh my gosh, that is the most horrible message. That is the <laughs> horrible <laughs> message you just sent to all these youth workers that are, that their marriages and their homes are probably crumbling because they look at the wife, they look at the kid, they look at the wife, they look at the kid and, and, and our homes just become disaster. And we wonder why, you know, they have become products of, of ministry that they don't like. I would encourage you to just love on your family, take time for your family. Every, every yes you say to somebody else, you're saying no to your family. Mm -hmm. Um, Really make that a priority. Uh, Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'll
2: add this because I was thinking of it a second ago when you said, you know, the, you said something about the church being like messed up, this church, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And like, here's the thing you want to remember in student ministry. When I was in student ministry, I could see all the problems with the rest of the church, you know. But the truth of the matter is the, the church has always been messed up. It's the reason we have the epistles, right? Paul wasn't writing letters to churches that had it all together. He was writing to churches that had problems and struggles and all of that. So the church has always been messed up. And that, so just know yeah. if there's people, it's going to be messed up.
0: Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Guys, we are really grateful for this time together. This is a lot of fun. Cool. Oh, it was great. Cool.
2: Thanks for letting us reminisce. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: thanks for yeah. sharing your story with us. Uh, we promise we won't send it to TMZ, so you're yeah. safe. Good. But I But I hope we get to meet you and hang out with you at some point in the future. Maybe we'll right. cross paths it at NYWC this year or something, so. We'll be there, holler yeah, huh? we'll right, us. Let's there. figure That'd it be out. Be awesome. we, yeah, uh, we would love that.
3: We'll cool. will have a booth. We'll be there. Yep. I love it. Hocking uh, our wares. Llamas everywhere.
1: I love <laughs> it. That's awesome. That's so <laughs> great.
3: Cool. Cool. Well, I'm sure you guys have many other things to get to this fine day. Yeah, we're getting ready to do more podcasts. Yeah. All
2: right. All right. All right. Great. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate Good it. Thank us. you guys. God bless you.
1: Yeah. Bye, you guys.
3: See ya. Uh, <laughs>